ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ज्ञानैरा Prabhupada begins this talk by speaking about miracles. People expect sadhus to work miracles. touching people and making them come dead bodies and making them come back to life oh, that's not very common but quite common is just by touching people or just even looking at them to cure some incurable disease have anyone in russia who does that no christian these <coughs> are they say just believe in jesus and then इम्पॉसिबल but that is affected quickly and easily by some higher power of which we have no knowledge or access to lord jesus christ is famous for performing miracles isn't it is it especially that one else in bringing dead people back to life turning grape juice into wine what else uh, turning turning a little little bit of bread and fish into enough to feed thousands of people wow. so uh, miracles are for attracting foolish people a really intelligent person will perceive what is the greatest miracle generally people uh, think of religion as some means of enhancing their material situation and they think god's job is to make me happy so god should give me lots of sense gratification and remove all the obstacles in the path of my sense gratification so people think that if someone uh, looks after the body or can perform some miracle for the benefit of the body that is the job of a saintly person well bringing a dead body back to life that's unusual but what is the actual benefit if someone does not have knowledge of krishna then anyway they have to die again and again and again sometimes you hear about miracle drugs 
drugs in the sense of medicine or drugs in the sense Drug of medicine. Excellent. It's an English cliche type of word. That you just take a little pill and then all of a sudden you feel better. And uh, minimum effort, maximum gain. It's very easy to take a little pill it has such an effect. But it's not really a miracle. It's not really beneficial. It simply changes us from one phase of material illusion to another. There are antidepressant pills that persons who are feeling that they're walking around with a black cloud over their head that they feel wonderful after taking it. But feeling miserable in material life is maya. And feeling happy in material life is also maya. So the real miracle is to bring a person who is in the maya of thinking sometimes I'm happy, sometimes I'm distressed, to the position of pure devotional service. Generally people in the Western world expect sadhus from India to perform miracles. <coughs> and in India itself also people think like that. Once Prabhupada was asked, he was at an airport, he had just arrived and he was surrounded by many of his disciples. He was asked, can you perform miracles? Prabhupada gestured to all his disciples, these are my miracles. Is it not a miracle that persons from the grossly materialistic culture are now uh, absorbed in service to Krishna? So some Babas, they can produce some miracles. Baba. <laughs> because in Russian, Baba means like a root address right. for a woman. Uh -huh, yeah. Which <laughs> Baba Yaga. <laughs> <coughs> some Baba Yaga. <laughs> Alright, there's one famous. Baba in South India, who if we hear about him, we should sign. <laughs> but it's that. a play of words in Russian. It won't happen. I didn't say something. <laughs> anyway, you guess. How did you guess? <laughs> so one, one professional magician went to see him. Mm. And the sign Baba, uh, he said, where are you from? I'm from Kolkata. So then immediately the Sain Baba presented one pot of Rasgulla, which are very well known and popular, and actually invented in Kolkata. So he took the pot of Rasgulla and he looked and said, These are not very good Rasgulla. So he asked, So just like the Sain Baba had done, he just took, just Closed his hands and opened there was a part of us going to say, Here, take these, these are better. <laughs> and he told him that I am a magician. You are also a magician. The difference between me and you is that I say I am a magician and you say you are God. So, what is the miracle? This uh, ability to manifest something like this just from nothing, that's described in Shastra. That is called Prakti the ability to take something from any place, just by, I don't know, you can just bring it 
like this. It seems, <coughs> seems that the Sanyang Baba didn't know the um, street shops of Calcutta very well. Mm. Prabhupada described that when he was a child, uh, his father used to invite so many sadhus to their home. Prabhupada wasn't very impressed. He saw most of them as smoking ganja. One day, one yogi brought one, one yogi, and uh, he asked the young boy, Abhai, what would you like to eat? And he said, fresh pomegranate from Kabul, because Kabuli Granada is famous, is famous in the West. So the yogi said, just go in the next room. So he went and he saw in the next room on the table was was uh, first class Kabuli pomegranate, just with the twig, just you could see, just just taken from the tree. What was so Kabul is a long way from Calcutta, maybe three thousand kilometers if you fly. So how is it possible? You could bring it immediately, just on the request, with no prior warning. That is by practice. Uh, what is the value? Whatever you get by practice is lost and cannot actually help us. There, there are uh, eight principal yogic cities, but they're all useless because they don't help us to get free from materialism. They don't help us to love Krishna. It may be an obstacle on the path of loving Krishna. Imagine if you suddenly got the power to go anywhere you liked at any time just by just by desiring, to bring others under your control just by desiring, to get anything you wanted just by desiring. Well, we'd start to think we were God, wouldn't we? Isn't it? Get whatever you like, bring people under your control, go wherever you like. But you can't actually go wherever you like. It's only within the material world, which seems vast to us. But it's just like a little puddle. What is the value? Going up to Brahmaloka, down to Yamaloka. So all these things seem very impressive to people who don't have knowledge of Christian consciousness. The real miracle is changing our consciousness. We can get tremendous mystic powers or by modern technology also some so many apparent miracles are affected. I was just going to give us an example that you can be sitting in this room and you just you can by phone you can be talking to someone on the other side of the world. But I think you can understand the example. We don't need a practical demonstration in the middle of the class. So that's a miracle. If we had told our great grandparents that such a thing would be possible, they wouldn't believe it, most probably. My father thought it was a miracle that I'd learned two Indian languages because I was completely useless at languages at school. So there are, there are so many uh, <coughs> miracles that we were able to do things which are not normally possible. But it's all useless. You know this, they keep the mouse in the cage or the hamster in the cage. Hamster? Hamster, it's a kind of rodent. 
pet if he was a pet. Well, it's a little bit bigger than a mouse. Yeah. You know, it's not a popular pet in Russia. Obviously not. Anyway, you can have a, a mouse is in a cage and they have this wheel and the mouse runs. And the yeah. wheel goes round and round. So the mushka thinks. I'm really making a lot of progress here. <laughs> and the wheel is going really fast. But it's all Shrama Eva Ikidana. He thinks I'm keeping my body fit. People are very anxious to keep their body fit. Well, so yeah, the mouse also I can have a long life. He doesn't live more than three weeks anyway. Oh, that just reminds me. I woke up in the middle of the night. It never happened to me before in my heart. Today today? Yeah, and even just last night. I forgot about it. Oh, I wish I had my heart checked up. I could die. Well, we're all going to die. You may think, what am, what am I sitting here listening to this for? We already know we're going to die. We already know we're going to die. What's the use of telling it? But that's another miracle. That we don't think we're going to die. Ahani, ahani, bhutani, gachanti, yamalayam, shesha, sthava, ichanti, kemas charyam atahparam. Yudhishthya Maharaj was asked by his father, who was disguised as a yaksha, many questions, which forms the famous yaksha prashna, or questions by the yaksha section of Mahabharata. So, uh, one of the questions, he asked many questions, one of them is, what is the most amazing thing? Now, Yudhishthya Maharaj, he was an experienced and learned person. He had Having been the king of the world, he had vast knowledge of what's going on in the world. And he even had knowledge of different planets. At least Arjuna had been to different planets. So Yudhishthya Maharaj had knowledge not only of this planet, but of other planets. And especially while living in the forest, he had taken the opportunity to hear many wonderful things from many rishis. So what's the most wonderful thing? Tsunami, you know this word? That word became famous recently. You all heard that word? No one knew that word. And then all of a sudden everyone knew it. Because there was an amazing thing. That all of a sudden the sea rose up and inundated the coastal areas of several countries. Without any warning, all of a sudden thousands of people were drowned. A few years ago, there was a, a, a volcano erupted in Cali- uh, Canada. In Canada? Canada, yeah. So, it was amazing. You showed on TV huge spouts of lava going shooting way up into the sky. And people who wanted to watch it, they could only do it from a distance of about 20 kilometers. It was so dangerous. The vast area was inundated with this molten lava. And it was so hot that it, it changed, it, it heated up the, the whole area for you know, hundreds of kilometers around. That's amazing, isn't it? And we can go on and on. There are so many amazing things in the world. If we look out of the window on this side especially, we'll see so many trees in the forest. Each tree comes from a tiny little seed. Isn't that amazing? Yudhishthya Maharaj said that the most amazing thing of all 
is that daily we see so many people are dying. That everyone acts as if I shall not die. What is more amazing than this? I don't know about in this country, but in the country I was born in, it's considered impolite to speak about death to someone. In India, where the original culture is more enlightened, there's no problem to Someone's old, you can tell them, look, you don't have much time left in the world, you should just do bhajan, chant Hare Krishna. But in the western countries, some of them, they're going blind, and they're going deaf, and they don't have any teeth left, and you say, you have to tell them, get well soon. And obviously, they're not going to get well, they're just going to die soon. Yeah. yeah. Still keeping up the illusion that I will live. Because they have no knowledge of the eternality of the soul. So for them, death is most fearsome. So, yeah. Hoping against hope. Just see what is the power of mind. So, the greatest miracle is if someone who is so deeply covered by this illusion of bodily consciousness comes to Krishna consciousness. You're old, distributing Srila Prabhupada's books. So you're seeing miracles all the time. Is it not? Why should a materialistic person who values his money very much want to give some for a book which tells him that he's a fool and a rascal? The book tells him that everything he's doing is nonsense. It goes against everything that he believes in. But the miracle by the power of the internal potency, so many people are taking these books and paying for them. We practically see how people, oh, they, uh, you know, they have no, they've never thought about anything spiritual in their life. But somehow the devotee, he brings them into a Vaikuntha bubble. The devotee bubble. Yeah, yeah. Bubble? Bubble? Yeah, bubble. They come within the same sphere. Yeah. They come within the same sphere of consciousness. The devotee is walking Vaikuntha atmosphere. The, 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 the person is brought into the. And the person buys the book. And so many times you've seen the miracle of how people just by reading these books, the, the whole consciousness and approach to life changes. There are many, many cases here in Russia. People, they get a book and they, they just their whole life changes. I often tell the story of one of my disciples in Tistopol, which is in small town in Tatarstan. Well, somehow or other, she got, she was an ordinary Russian or Tatar, anyway, Russian, housewife, who got the book, Life Comes from Life. And she read it. And she thought, 
Everything in here is absolutely correct. He wasn't a big intellectual or yogi or anything. An ordinary housewife doing her ordinary duties, and she got this book. So she saw in the book some address in Moscow. So she saved some money and went to Moscow, went to this address, and learned from the devotees everything: how to chant, be a vegetarian, offer your food, everything. Just became a devotee. Yes, by reading that one. It's interesting that life comes from life. Sometimes devotees say, "Well, that's, you know, it's too heavy." Some devotees they say, "You know, Prabhupada is speaking so strongly because the Americans were so gross." But for our country, we should change the language a little bit. Everywhere in every country, there are some devotees who think that we should just make it a little lighter. Otherwise, people can't relate to it. But these books are especially meant for people who are sincere. Already there are so many Mayavadis who dress up their message in frilly dress, or as it's frilly frocks. But the truth will be appreciated by sincere people. And even those who are less sincere, they will become purified and gradually become sincere by taking this knowledge. The other day in Slovenia we were discussing, there was one devotee there has been distributing Prabhupada's books for more than 30 years now. We were discussing how these books are having a miracle effect on the population of the world. How actually the world is becoming much more favorable towards Krishna consciousness. In the 1980s, people were very much afraid. They thought it's only a matter of time between uh, before the USSR and America have nuclear war and then the whole planet will be finished. They were convinced rich people were buying islands off New Zealand because they thought no one would drop a bomb there. Prabhupada told if you distribute my books in Russia, that will avert nuclear war. I remember coming to Russia in 1986. There's a very heavy communist rule going on. And thinking, well, maybe in 50 years there may be some miracles, some massive political change, and then we might be able to preach here openly. I was accompanying Prabhupada Vishnu and we saw how the bodies were making books by hand. And, uh, distributing them at great personal risk. And Krishna responded. That's a miracle. He made a situation whereby now it's possible to distribute the books very widely. So many people are becoming devoted. So these are miracle books. We should never underestimate the potency of these books. Sometimes the book sits in someone's house for many years and they don't read it. Then someone reads it and their whole life changes. There's so many cases, hundreds and thousands of stories. Um, one devotee was searching for some, in his kami life, was searching for some spiritual books. His mother, who was an atheist, had somehow or other been convinced on the street to buy a book about Krishna, Krishna book. That was a few years previously. So she heard her son and said, Oh, you want some book about God? Here, take this. She was against the idea of believing in God, but she thought, anyway, it'll make my son happy. And it really made him happy. He went through the miracle of becoming a devotee. And his mother was so amazed that she also became a devotee. So there are so many 
miracles going on. So I can only request you to go on with this miracle service. It's a struggle. Isn't that a struggle? What's the main struggle? With all the difficult people there on the street. That's not the struggle. Boom. <laughs> There's no problem. The only problem is our own foolishness. Maya tries to present so many problems. But we can get all inspiration to distribute these books by reading these books. Prabhupada said these books are not only for distributing, they're for reading also. It doesn't mean that they're only for reading and not distributing. But if we're actually reading these books, then we'll want to distribute this knowledge. And the inspiration to distribute these books comes from the knowledge within them. Prabhupada once said that the only uh, complaint I have about my disciples is that they don't read my book. She's got to Yeah. Another time he asked some of his disciples, why are we emphasizing so much on this book? And Prabhupada himself replied, because we are, this is giving knowledge. This is the highest knowledge for human society. This is the knowledge that people need, even they don't know they need it. But we should be convinced that they need this knowledge. And we can be convinced if we ourselves immerse ourselves in this knowledge. So reading, distributing, this is the life of a person who is actually... Dayava, full of mercy, conditioned souls. <laughs> Hi Krishna, I'm going to finish now, but I have some word. <laughs> I have some word with the British Embassy. So I'll finish now. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.